Greetings, bonjour, what's happening, how we doing? So this week, I've started work back on Make Your Own Bed and Hope for the Best, which is a solo theatre show about my experiences of employment. I started developing it back in 2019. To be honest, it's become a bit of a labour of love, which is ironic considering the subject matter, but I'm determined to get it finished this year. It's been through various iterations, most of which you can see for yourself on my YouTube channel, where I've been documenting the process. The most recent incarnation was back last July, where I did two nights at Camden People's Theatre as a full work-in-progress show. It went alright, all in all, but I still wasn't happy with it. So I'm back playing with it again, and I've been reworking the stories which form the core of the material. It's odd. The more I write this sort of stuff, the harder it seems to get. Last year, when I went through this process, I found it quite useful to share what I was doing online. I think it helped build up a little bit of interest whilst helping me edit the work. I'm going to try and do something similar again, but incorporating the old substack. Well, it's not old, is it? I've got to say, I've been enjoying doing this though putting things up on lager time. I think I will continue to put up various bits on Bob's poems, stories and thoughts, as well as the show material as I go back through it until I find my stride with it. I've also been putting a bit of time in to get better at recording audio. I can be quite lazy with that kind of thing, but at some point I'd like to try my hand at voiceovers and the like. Geezer's got to eat somehow. And that seems another way to earn some much needed spondulies, so it's good practice for me. Maybe not recording right next to a window would be a good start in improving things. Large up all of you who have been supportive of it so far. I hope you're enjoying it, like I am. On a quick note, before we get into the material, there's two new books that have been published this week, which are both very significant for me and my Beats and Elements collaborators. Making Hip Hop Theatre Beatboxing Elements by Conrad Murray and Katie Beswick and Beats and Elements, a Hip Hop Theatre Trilogy. The former is the go-to guide on making hip hop theatre alongside interviews and the latter is three plays, No Milk for the Foxes, Denmark and High Rise A State of Mind, two of which I co-wrote. It's nuts to see both the work and the process in print. We made most of this stuff from nothing. They're both published by Meshwin Drama and are available at all good bookstores. Paperboy by Paul Cree Apart from that job I got licking stamps for a mate of my dad's, some primitive spam operation for a charter flight company in the Gatwick Metro Centre when I was about nine, the first proper pay gig I got was being a Sunday paperboy for Smith's newsagents Hawley in Surrey where I grew up, 12 years old, man and boy. My brother Will's mate Mark had originally held that paper round, but he graduated from Sunday paperboy to that coveted role of Saturday assistant in Smith's. He phoned up Will one day and asked Will if he wanted the vacant round. Will asked mum and dad. Dad said he can only do it if he split the round with me. So through a blatant case of nepotism and state intervention, I got my first job in partnership with my brother Will. I was a working man. Boy, 
few months into doing it, and Will also got a Saturday job. And in what I now view in retrospect as an aggressive corporate takeover of the partnership, the whole round became solely mine. Yes, the whole £3. 300 pence, all for me. Getting up early is tough, especially when it's dark, cold and wet, and the only people are about are dog walkers, oddballs, airport workers and casualties from the night before. But I get to ride my bike really fast through the subway and the empty high street, pulling little wheelies. Each week I'd sit on the steps of the British Legion at the start of the round and scan the back of the tabloids for the Millwall match reports from Saturday's games and any other football news as well as any pictures I could find of semi-naked women. Increasingly I began to take note of the front pages too. Politicians, commentators, journalists. Who are these people and why are they always in scandals? I'd listen to my Walkman, really loud, missioning it between the streets, compilation tapes, hip-hop, grunge, jungle, metal, techno and whatever else my older siblings fed me. I learnt which houses had to have special requirements for paper under the mat, top letterbox only. The ones with the crazy dogs, which gaffs took the tabloids and which took the broadsheets and would curse those ones for the sheer size of the papers in proportion to their tiny letterboxes. Who had time to read all of that? Each week I'd ride past the bike shop and look at all the sick BMXs and mountain bikes and try and work out how many weeks paper round wages it would take me to save for one. And then I'd quickly abandon that calculation because I hate maths and it would probably take me years anyway. I got good at this job and I was reliable. That's what Mr Smith said to me one day. He started giving me extra rounds when the other kids were off sick or on holiday which meant more dope. Which brings me to the best bit in all of this. Riding back to the shop when I finished the round and Mr Smith pressing that magic button to open the till. Sliding out the dough then placing those solid grubby heavy gold nuggets. Three of the Queen's finest English pounds right into my sweaty palm. I'd look at it, enjoy the weight of it. Then I'd always have this brief moment. Like Gollum in Lord of the Rings where Gollum's eyes bulge at the sight of the ring. I'd get this sudden urge to buy things. Stickers, sweets, magazines, newspapers, greeting cards, stationery, paper plates, party poppers, napkins, ladies, tights. I wanted it all right there and then. Sometimes I would spank the lot. Right there and then. On sweets and stickers and whatever else. Then regret it later on. But most of the time, I didn't. Having the paper round meant I could pay for birthday and Christmas presents. And Lynx deodorant and Oxy-10 spot cream. That stuff's expensive and mum weren't buying it for me. I liked the feeling that I could pay for stuff using money that I'd earned. I'd ride home, say hello to mum and make myself a boiled egg with soldiers. Then watch the Hollyoaks omnibus. And I remember thinking to myself... If this is what working life is like, I'm alright with that.